Menlo Senior Team message is presented in this caregiver-centric podcast, providing an update on what's new and exciting across the campuses of Enloe Health. Hello, everyone. I'm Jolene Francis, Vice President of Philanthropy and Communications. Welcome to the November 2023 episode of Enloe's Message. Today, we're talking with CFO Kevin Woodward. Hey, Kevin, how are you today? Good, Jolene. Thanks. Good. Thanks for being here today. Of course. So we'd like to give everyone an update on our current financial results. The fiscal year ended on June 30th. The books have been reconciled and our financial audit is complete in record time, I might add. So Kevin, tell us, how did we do last year? I think it's important we discuss our results by referencing the national landscape a bit. Our use of Axiom as our financial performance system gives us some insight to the national landscape. And nationally, most hospitals continue to underperform as high expenses and economic pressures persisted. Margins have stabilized on the surface. However, the gap between high-performing hospitals and those struggling in this new normal is widening. And that's where we find ourselves, generally at the lower end of the spectrum as it relates to financial performance. We did close out the year growing quite a bit as an organization. We grew about 8% overall, and that measured by total revenues. Our total revenues closed out at $842 million. And unfortunately, our cost structure kept pace with that growth, and we broke even as an organization. So financially, we performed reasonably well in light of the national landscape, but again, at the lower end of the spectrum of high-performing organizations. So $842 million, we're, we're a pretty sizable organization then. For sure. Do you see yeah. that increasing next year? Yeah, I, I believe our trajectory for 2024 is right around 900 million. Wow. Wow. Big and getting bigger. For sure. Were there any surprises in the year-end results for 2023? Anything that made you sort of scratch your head and wonder, how did that happen? I think the general uh, surprise or is just a level of uncertainty that we experienced throughout the year. Our utilization in inpatient services declined quite a bit post-pandemic, post-campfire, and actually we experienced a 7% decrease in inpatient utilization. And then the inverse of that on the outpatient side of the house, and that grew by approximately 14%. Just a point or two change relative to utilization or volumes for an organization like ourselves would be considered meaningful or material. And what we experienced was exponential change growth on one side, and then a shrinking of the organization on the other. We we went really quarter by quarter as it relates to our financial results, where the first quarter of, of 2023, we lost $8 million. At Q2, we, we made $3 million. And then Q3, again, pretty meaningful loss. And, and then Q4 closing with a reasonable margin. The culmination of that was a break-even experience for the organization. Certainly something... That's manageable, but not necessarily sustainable. Wow. So when it bounces all up and down like that from quarter to quarter, that that must keep you up at night, I'm guessing. Yeah, it did. It made us nervous as an organization, that level of uncertainty. We certainly came out of Q1 on a trajectory that suggested that we wouldn't meet some of our financial obligations or financial covenants. And from that, it did trigger some cost reduction strategies that most of the organization experienced. Much of that coming from using attrition as a tool and managing costs. And so holding or having held on a no, number of positions since they became vacant due to people leaving the organization voluntarily. Mm-hmm. So, okay, 
you knew I wasn't going to let you off the hook that easy. So here's the tough question of the day. With the first quarter of 2024 under our belt, what are you predicting for the rest of this fiscal year? So what are you excited about and what's going to keep you up at night in the months ahead? Yeah, in 2024 from our original financial perspective, what we've realized through the close of the first quarter is, again, we have a what we're considering a favorable outlook. We, we do expect either another break-even experience or a modest margin for the year. We're really looking for some stability in the organization. So 2024 would be the third year that I would consider stability where we've experienced a level of break-even in our financial performance. And we really want to continue that level of stability in 2024 and 2025 as we position the organization with an extreme amount of reinvestment, over $235 million in total project funds that we plan to put into play over the next two years. So it's extremely important as an organization that we have stability as we take on this level of risk. Well, thanks for that insight. Anything else coming up this year? No, but a lot of great accomplishments in, in the last year. One being, right, we, we acquired First Responder, which had been our partner in the ambulance service for, for many years. They previously had served about two-thirds of that contract or geography, and we've historically served about one-third of that. So we have substantially grown the organization relative to that by adding that program and by combining the two organizations, hope to realize some efficiency and greater effectiveness, at least from a financial perspective. So that was pretty strategic as it relates to an investment by our organization. Open systems close, as you know, and we acquired the assets and now have operationalized that site, which is, again, strategic to our financial stability and financial performance. Under Chris Barking's leadership and executive sponsorship, we added the specialty pharmacy to our program with one of the final accreditations received later in our fiscal year. And so that will be strategically important to the organization, again, adding margin, creating stability and providing a positive outlook as as we one you know invest in these major projects, and, and two just prepare ourselves for wage issues and pressures as we enter into contract negotiations with both of our unions. Yeah, so a lot coming up, a lot a lot accomplished, but a lot coming up still. So thanks so much for that insight, Kevin. Now I'm going to ask you about something that is on a lot of people's minds, not only here at Enlo Health, but out in the community as well. What progress has been made on the Cancer Center Build Project and when will we break ground? We're still on target of breaking ground in April of 2024 with substantial completion of the project in December of 25 and first patients in the first quarter of 26. So relatively quickly, all things considered, where we're at, we've completed what's considered the design documents of the building and that sign off by Enlo will occur virtually tomorrow. And what that means is the level of detail that shows every space in the building and the nature of the service, the adjacencies of various disciplines will be firmed up. And then those will be turned over to the next stage, which is creating the construction documents, which are used by the builders and others involved in the project. So that's a pretty meaningful milestone for us is getting sign off on those design documents and moving forward and keeping to that timeline with substantial completion construction by December 25. Where we're at is buying out key trades as it relates to the project itself. And so mechanical, electrical, and plumbing 
low voltage security elevators, fire protection, framing and drywall. For example, those particular trades have been what's deemed bought out so that we can, again, try to de-risk the project as it stands. We have an estimate relative to that, but it's until we can buy out the trades further than there is some uncertainty relative to the overall cost of the project. But we're, we're feeling good about the response by the major trades and the interest by the major trades and the relative pricing as it, as it compares to the targets that we have established in the overall cost of the building at right around $150 million. And I heard you say the other day that we're already having to order some of the mechanical equipment because the lead time is so long that we have to order now or we've already ordered some of it to make sure it gets here in time. Is that right? You're right. Yeah. And just as an example, the, the generator that support the entire building has an 800-day lead time. So we're firming up the specs of Bill Squine over the next week or two and, and need to get that ordered ASAP so that it'll be available to us on the day we open. Yeah, so thinking really, really far ahead. Well, thanks so much to you and your team for everything you're doing to keep this project moving ahead. It really is getting exciting and the buzz out there in the community is substantial and we're excited to get ready to break ground in eight minutes. Yeah, and that's just a portion of our plan project plan for our project funds, right? And so we are currently developing the business case for a cardiovascular or the clinic setting for that particular service line and hope to have that completed in the coming weeks to support the next purpose of our project funds. Great. That's also very exciting. We'll look forward to hearing about more of that later. Thanks so much, Kevin. That's about all the time we have for today, but I want to thank you for joining us behind the Enlo Health microphone. It's the first time we got to say that, the Enlo Health microphone. We're very excited about that as well. A big thank you to all the caregivers out there doing the hard work every day. We appreciate you as well. We'll talk again on December 1st. I can't believe it's going to be December 1st the next time we do this. The year has just flown by. But we appreciate everyone out there. Thanks for listening and sharing this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And we will talk again in a month. Take care, everyone. Thank you.